Hello there, World Wide Web. Welcome to Cybercrime. My name is Edgar Chanson, your host, and I'm here to give you all your regular dose of morbidity from our cruel world with mysterious tales of true crime. Crime from the very earth we live on. In today's episode, we investigate the unsolved killing of Kenneth Peter Rhodes in a motel room. Let's get into it. Born on 21st August 2042 in Lancaster, England, Kenneth Peter Rhodes was a gifted child according to all sources, excelling in school and graduating and was considered by all who knew him to be a sweet man who couldn't have made any enemies. He attended Lancaster University and graduated to become a bank teller. All was going well with Kenneth until he was fired from his job in favor of employing more efficient androids to do his job. From then on, he began suffering, struggling to make a living out of what few freelance jobs he could get. Rose was evicted from his apartment later, and on June 8th, 2075, checked into a cheap motel to have a place to stay for the night. Little did the man know, his suffering would soon end once he checked in. At 8.43pm, a man calling himself Jason Peterson checked into the motel, requesting that he be given a room right next to Kenneth, though didn't specifically state this. The receptionist later admitted to authorities she found this odd, but didn't think much of it and gave it to him since the room was free and she thought perhaps he was just a friend. She described the man to be around 5 foot 9 to 6 foot, looked to weigh about 185 pounds, and wearing a trench coat, sunglasses, and a mask. He was described to have a Cockney accent. No one on record with the name the man had used matched in his description and profile. The man paid in digital currency as everyone else does. However, the account he paid with was later traced to a name that didn't match and a face that doesn't exist on record. Later that night at 9.28pm, the receptionist reportedly heard the door to the unknown man's room open and close, meaning he had just left the room for one reason or another. She then heard him knock on another door that was likely Kenneth's. The door opened, along with the voice of a tired Kenneth asking, quote, what the hell do you want? A few seconds later, the receptionist heard multiple gunshots and Kenneth's body hitting the floor. She quickly contacted authorities, reporting to them that a man had just been shot in the motel and asked them to send an officer immediately. By the time the officers arrived, however, the man was gone, leaving the window to Kenneth's room open, presumably how he escaped. No witnesses came forward seeing the man due to the motel being on a more quiet street and no cameras had caught confirmed footage of the suspect. Kenneth's body was later examined and it was discovered that he had been shot twice in the right shoulder, thrice in the abdomen, five times in the chest, and once in the hip, and another once in the head, killing him instantly. The bullets recovered helped police identify the weapon as a 9mm Glock E23 pistol. They investigated anyone who may have owned the weapon in the area, though that lead ultimately led nowhere. The police next investigated the man's accent, theorizing he was likely from South London. Authorities questioned multiple people of interest in the area, but came up with nothing there too. The killer had left no physical evidence, apparently having not brought any luggage or bags and leaving no belongings in his room. CCTV in the building had only caught the man leaving his room and shooting Kenneth and entering Kenneth's room afterwards, confirming the assumption that he had escaped through Kenneth's window. Needless to say, this man knew what he was doing, and it's quite obvious that this act was premeditated. Theories have surfaced on the World Wide Web as to the killer's identity, but no one can say for sure, and there's no real evidence other than the bullets and his voice since they had no idea what the killer's face looked like. One theory suggests that he owed money to some individual or group of individuals and was executed by their hitman. Others also posit that a hitman had been hired by an ex-client trying to get vengeance on Kenneth or his company. Some have even posited that this may be the work of an unidentified serial killer dubbed the Lancaster Gunslinger, 
due to the crime matching the killer's modus operandi of disguising themselves and getting close to their victim before shooting them multiple times. However, none of this has been proven and the culprit still hasn't been caught and the case will likely still remain unsolved. But that is all for today's episode. I hope you all enjoyed the debut episode of Cybercrime. Thanks to all the fans who have funded this project on May Tryon. You're the reason this show can run. Pledging just three M's a month from 100 listeners already keeps this podcast afloat. So thank you all you supporters so much for your donations and all of you for listening. And I'll see you in the next episode of Cybercrime, but only if you live to hear it and I live to make it. See you next time.